0: have your Bibles and want to follow along with us here this morning I want to go to Deuteronomy chapter 6 Deuteronomy chapter 6 starting there with the first verse it said now these are the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which the Lord your God commanded to teach you that ye might do them in the land whither that ye go to possess it, that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command thee, thou and thy son and thy son's son, all the days of thy life, and that the days that and that thy days may be prolonged. Hear ye therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that ye may increase mightily, as the Lord God of thy fathers has promised thee, in the land that floweth with milk and honey. Hear ye, O Israel, the Lord our God, is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and thou shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, And when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up, and thou shalt bind them uh, for a sign upon thy hand, and they shall be as the frontlets between thine eyes. And thou shalt write them upon the post of thine house, and on thy gates. And then I want to jump over to Matthew's Gospel. Read a portion of scripture there, Matthew twenty-two. This is Jesus here, twenty-two in the thirty-fourth verse, and it said, "And but when the Pharisees had heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, they were gathered together. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question." notice this, tempting him and saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first, listen to this, this is the first and great commandment. And the second is likened to it thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets our dear heavenly father we're so thankful Lord for the spirit God that we felt in this house Lord today we're thankful Lord for the testimonies God of your people we're thankful for the songs that we sung a day of victory God how they encouraged us and helped us already in this service. Now, Lord, we just pray for a few minutes, God, that you'll help us, Lord, to preach your word in the weakness of the flesh, God, that we're in today. May God, Your Holy Spirit, come with power. May it come with interpretation, God, of thy word. And may you help us, Lord, today, for we realize, God, that without you we can do nothing, Lord. We're helpless and worthless. But come, Lord, and help us, we pray in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right, let's go back over here to Deuteronomy chapter 6. They said, Now these are the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which the Lord your God commanded, thee to, commanded to teach you that ye might do them in the land where you go to purpose. To possess in and that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God and to keep his statutes and his commandments which I command thee and thou and thy son and thy son's sons all the days of thy life that thy days may be prolonged I want to tell you something here this morning as I was trying to study this and read this and uh I didn't even know really where I was going to go at and try to preach on, uh, I was, had some other thoughts, uh, but it seemed like the Lord guided me to this verse right here in, in verse 5. It says here, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. And I thought about uh, uh, Cherish this morning as she was talking about her friend that she works with. How she uh, was talking about the circumstances in her life and everything uh, that she has been through and going through. But yet she still, uh, Jesus is still the number one person in her life. Huh? He's the number one uh, uh, that keeps her going and keeps her strong uh, uh, and keeps her uh, in unity with him as she faces these things in life. And I tell you now I know why I was supposed to preach on it, huh? Because I'll tell you what's, what is in this woman's life. She loves the Lord thy God with all of her heart and with all of her soul and with all of her mind and her strength, huh? Nothing's going to deter her from serving her Lord. She's made a commitment to him. Amen? And she's not going to turn away from it. Huh? When you see people like that, huh? They're obeying the commandment of God. The first commandment. huh? They love the Lord. They don't want anything to separate their relationship between them and Him. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to tell you something this morning. In this passage of Scripture, it's coming down to the end of Moses' life. huh? And, and, and Moses had led the, the children of Israel uh, through the wilderness. And, and through all those droughts huh, and all those uh, uh, things that were unpleasant to live with, he, he, he brought them through the wilderness. Huh? And God was there. Huh? And God provided for them. Huh? And I want to tell you something. It wasn't going to be long. And they were going to go over into Canaan land huh, and possess the land huh, that God had promised Abraham his seed. And it said here, and I was thinking about this. And it said here, uh, I, I wrote this down. Listen to this: God was the head of the nation Israel. He was the king. He was their ruler. He was their government. He made the laws. He made the statutes. He made the judgment, and he gave the commandments for all, uh, all for the good of the nation to set them apart, to be a peculiar people, meaning a different than the other nations. Amen? So, as we look at this verse here, it says here that that thou art to keep the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which the Lord thy God commanded to teach you that ye might do them in the land where ye possess it. Now, I want to tell you something. Here was the promise to Abraham. God told Abraham to get away from your family, huh, and, and go to a land that I will give you, huh? And, and he told him that this land, my friend, that you'll possess, and your seed, and your seed seed would be the land of Canaan. Hallelujah. And this land of Canaan was a great land, huh? It was a land, the scripture said, that flowed with milk and honey, huh, huh? It was the land that God had promised Abraham that his seed would inherit this land. You see? And, 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 uh, uh, and from the loins of these people would come the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> Praise God! Ain't you glad for that this morning? I thought about that. God has a plan my friend. And the plan my friend is not changed. Huh? It's the same praise God hallelujah I'm thankful for that today huh And here it was here was these people the Jewish people the, the nation of Israel that was in bondage to, to the Egyptians for 400 years huh huh for 400 years they never had no freedom huh they couldn't even live a life that they wanted to live all their hopes were gone. And God set them free. And took them through the wilderness. And they're getting ready to enter Canaan land. Huh? This was his nation. This was his people. Huh? And the Jews still are. Amen? Yes. They're still his people. That's not changed. He made a covenant with them. Huh? And he plans on keeping it. He'll not break it. But anyway. Huh? Now here, here's what it was. You're going to go over into this land and your lives, everything that you do, how you act, what you do in your life, huh? It's going to be a reflection of me, huh? Praise God. I thought about this church. This is right up to date. Amen. And anyway, huh? He was going to, there's this portion of scripture over there said, I'm going to give you houses that you haven't built. I'm going to give you vineyards that you haven't planted. I'm going to give you wells that you haven't dug. Huh? All these things I'm going to give to you. I'm going to drive the heathen out, and this is going to be your land. Huh? You see what it is? You're, you're going to be my people, and I'm going to be your God. Huh? But you know what, church? There's only one way. One way that... Israel was going to be able to survive. huh? And that's to, uh, to love the Lord thy God with all their heart, with all their soul, and with all their strength, and with all their mind. Huh? I'm going to tell you something. God wrote out these holy laws, not just the Ten Commandments, huh? but He wrote out the statutes and the judgments, huh? And, and the conduct, how they were supposed to live their lives. You see, they were supposed to live... In righteousness and in holiness huh? and in godliness. That was going to be different from the other nations of the world. I want to tell you something, church. That's the way the Christian and the church is supposed to live their lives. Mm-hmm. Huh? Different and separate from the world. Right. Amen. If we're going to survive in this world. Make it to heaven. Huh? We better live by it. Yes. We better live by the laws and the commandments of God. Amen. We don't stand a chance. Praise God. Now take a look here. I wrote some things down. I'll try to read this to you. The statutes. This is the term of it. The statutes. This term seems to signify the things which God has defined, marked, and traced out. That man might have a perfect copy and pure conduct always before their eyes. To teach them how they might walk so as to please him in all things which they could not do without such instructions as God gave as God gives in his word and they and the help which he affords by his spirit judgments meaning those things which God has has determined that man uh, shall uh, pursue by which their whole conduct Shall be regulated, making the proper distinctions between virtue and vice between good and evil, right and wrong, justice and injustice, in a word between that which is uh, prosperous be which, which is proper to be done and what is proper to be left undone. the commandments this term is probably applied to those. Parts of the law which contain the, the obligation and the to the people that are under the act according to the statutes and the judgments already established, in which uh, they prohibit them by the the uh, sanctions from acting contrary to the laws of God. So you see, these statutes, these judgments, and these commandments was what they were supposed to put, huh? In their heart and in their life, they were supposed to keep these commandments that the Lord God had given them, and they were to and it said there they were to put it uh, uh, around their wrist and around their hand, and they was to put it on the uh, lino between their the bracelets. That means, have you ever seen those pictures of Jews where they have that strap and they got a little box right up in here that's got scripture in it? Huh? Have you seen that picture? Or you'll see it with a little—it uh, looks like a, a bracelet. And it's got a little block right here, a little box, and it's got scripture in it too. And it's right on their doorpost of their house. Huh? Praise God. Huh? Why is that? Huh? Because it's a reminder of God's laws and God's ways and His commandments. Huh? Did you ever write any scripture down on your mirror or on your cabinet? huh? Or take a note, or post a post-it note, and put it somewhere where you'll be able to read it. Maybe it's in your truck, maybe it's in your car. huh? And it was the scripture that encouraged you and helped you. huh? And you just write it down and you know it's there. And you look at it. huh? Because God's given you that scripture. He's given you that word. And it was a help to you. So he wants, you to, he wants to keep reminding you that of that help. Huh? I got the one down remembering. Remember I told you our, our, the whole church to write it down. Remember what the Lord thy God has done for you personally. Right. Amen. Praise God. And this is what it was about. This is what it was. They, was. they was to obey these commandments and they was to keep these statutes and they was to walk, to walk accordingly to them. And it said here uh, that, And therefore, O Israel, observe to do uh, that it might be well with thee, and that they may increase mightily, as the Lord uh, God of thy fathers has promised thee in the land that floweth with milk and honey. Amen. And it said here, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, uh, the Lord our God is one Lord. And it said here that, In this passage of scripture, huh, that the only way they was going to survive and be strong was to keep these commandments and these statutes, huh? They had to follow these. You see, because these commandments and these judgments and these statutes was not man made. They were God made, huh? They were God written, huh? That the that God gave them to Moses, huh? He wrote them on the, the Ten Commandments, on the tablets, huh? But yet he gave the other written laws to Moses. And Moses wrote them down for the people. This is what was going to keep them strong. This is what was going to keep them right. And they was going to grow mightily, huh? In the land, amen. And they were going to be a a peculiar people, a different people, a people set apart for the glory of God. And I thought about that church. That's the same way it is today. It's not changed, huh? Hallelujah. The church. Do this, if they could love the Lord thy God with all their heart and with all their soul and with all their might, they'd be victorious over all the rest of the statutes, all the rest of the judgments, and all the rest of the commandments. And had victory over them. Why is that? Because they put God first. They put God first. Let me read something here to you. I wrote down. Heart. Loving God with all your heart means all your emotions. The heart is emotional. This means loving God in the good times of our life and in the bad things that happen in our life. All uh, All our heart means being content to love God no matter what happens to me in this life. This is the day, this is a day-by-day learning process. And the more we learn to love God and trust Him for everything in our lives, we can say, like the Apostle Paul, I've learned to be content in my life, no matter what circumstances lies before me. <laughs> and Paul, my friend, was in a lot of Difficult circumstances. Mm, right. The scripture gives us these circumstances, huh? But he said it didn't matter to him, whatever his state. wherever he found himself out, he learned to be content. Huh? If he had a plate full of food, huh? And I'll tell you some of the best food he. eat. He was content. Huh? And if he never ate for days. And was hungry. And was starving. In a dirty rotten prison. He was still content. Huh? Because he knew. Who was taking care of him. Right. Amen. Amen. Praise God. God. Hallelujah. The heart. The soul. The very inner part of us. Who knows there is a God. And a creator of all things. What was the testimonies this morning? Those who took trips, Pam and Courtney? The creation of God. This soul that God had breathed life into. And made you and me. uh, That made you and me. It was created for uh, uh, for the only one purpose. And that was to serve God. And have fellowship with him. It is the it is the very depth of who we are. There is true emptiness without God in the soul. The soul is all of our being. The soul is what the world sees physically and what God knows internally. Amen. The soul goes forth. Uh, the soul goes farther and deeper than the heart. And the mind, the mind is that part of us that thinks and fills out uh, the world and, the, the, uh, and our experiences. The faculty of con- uh, consciousness through a person's intellect and memory. This is the part of us that Satan attacks the most. He uh, tries to get our mind and our emotions and everything else uh, uh, but spiritual things. Right. Huh? In other words, he tries everything he can to get our mind on the world and the things of the world. Give God your mind and use it to love God. Right. Amen. So give God every part of your being, huh? Everything that we have, we need to love God for it. Huh? This is where the strengths at. And I thought about this church. I thought about uh, when, when uh, God had give that commandment for the Israelites to love the Lord thy God with all their heart, soul, strength, and mind. I had his strength that's in the scripture in a little bit different. Way. But anyway, all of our being is to be given to Him. Why is that? How come we would have to do such a thing? Because I want to tell you something. God, huh? He wants first place in your life. Yes. He don't want second or third or fourth. He wants number one. huh? And I tell you, there's a reason for that. What He's saying in the commandment. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. That was the first command. You know, people's got gods, huh? They're not some god in the sky or some god beneath, but they're material things that they worship and love more the God, huh? But he said there, huh? For I am a jealous God, huh? He said, I want you, and I want you holy, all of you, huh? Put me first, huh? Now listen, Israel. Now listen, Church. If you put me first, huh? Huh? I tell you what. I'll establish your life, and you'll walk mighty in this life, huh? Not that you're big and strong, huh? And full of muscles, but spiritual might I will give you, yeah. huh? When you put me first in my life, in your life, God says. This is why it's so important. If you don't learn anything today, if I haven't learned anything today, remember this. God wants first place. Yes. Huh? That's where the power and the strength's at. Huh? You see, when you love God, when you love God, huh? when you love somebody, huh? you want to be with them. Huh? You want to spend time with them. Huh? I mean, they are your everything, huh? You, you, you couples that are married, huh? You know how it is to be around your spouse. How you love them, huh? And you want to be where they're at. And you share things together, huh? That's what God wants with the Christian today. Yeah. Share our lives. Love Him, huh? Keep together with Him, huh? Hallelujah. It'll fulfill our hearts, man. I tell you, it'll fulfill our lives. It's something about it, and it's so important. Huh? that we know it, that we love the Lord thy God huh? with all of our being. I thought about, how can you define that? How can you define, define that verse? And i tell you what, I thought of the Apostle Paul, and it's one of my favorite verses. He said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. Right? <laughs> there ain't a more clear picture, huh? Than surrendering and loving God than that, huh? Right. I exist, God, for one reason, huh? To love you and serve you. Right. Anything else, my friend, is vanity. Right. Praise God. Hallelujah. I tell you what, there's three times in the scripture, huh, that they try to trip up Jesus. We read of one of them. And what did Jesus say? Where did he go? Huh? He said, Love the Lord thy God. It's the greatest commandment. With all thy heart, and all thy soul, and all thy strength. Huh? Amen. It's important. Huh? It's important that we love God. Amen. He's done so much for us. Yes, he's done so much for our families. Huh? Think about what He's took us through, man. I think I think of my own life sometimes. I just I can't help but cry and tell God, I don't even deserve none of this. Huh? Nothing. Huh? I am nothing, God. I have forsaken your ways and went my ways. And yet, God, your Holy Spirit still pursued me. I don't deserve nothing. But thank God I have something this morning. It's real down in the depths of my soul. I know what the songwriter's talking about, huh? And so do you, huh? Because God has done something in our hearts. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not hard to love Him, (laughs) huh? He's for us. If God be for us, who can be against us? Huh? Amen. I tell you, the home's a very important place, my friend. When you raise your children and you guide them up in the ways that they should go, uh, I remember my sister Pam. She said, "I." She said a few things, but she said this. She said, "I tried to raise my girls in the right atmosphere, and in the ways of God, and in the ways of the church." Okay, it's paid off, Pam. Hallelujah! It's paid off, huh? That's what he's saying here in these scriptures here. He said here, which I command thee this day shall be in thy heart. And teach thou them diligently unto thy children. And thou shalt talk with them when thou sittest in thy house. And when thou walkest by the way. And when thou liest down and when thou risest up. And bind them, my friend. See how important this is? My friend, I want to tell you something. And you already know it. The older you get, the faster time flies. Huh? I want to tell you something. I can't believe how fast time flies. Huh? My dad is is gone and passed away. Huh? I'm 58 years old. I'll be 59 in December, and it just don't even seem real. Huh? I got a daughter. I think she's what 35 or 36. She will be 36. She'll be 36. (laughs) I keep getting it mixed up. 36 years old. December. How fast times went. That's why he was telling them, huh? Teach them. Teach them why they're young and why they're little and raise them upright and, and to remember these commandments and remember these statutes and these judgments, huh? That the Lord thy like God has passed down from my grandpa, huh? From my dad, and now to me, and now to you, and into your son and his son, huh? Pass them on down, huh? Don't forget about it. I want to tell you something. There's another part in this verse or in this chapter. Talks about forgetting, huh, forgetting. I'm gonna tell you something. It's easy humanly to forget all the things that God's done for you and I, huh? and all the prayers that He's answered for us. Huh? He's answered so many prayers, and yet it seems like we forget them. Huh? Praise God. Teach these to your children, huh? huh? And thy son, your children, and your children's children. He stopped at three generations there. But it's very important. Uh, write them on the doorpost of your house, huh? I tell you what. When you get ready to go out, huh? You get ready to go out and get in your vehicle and go to work, huh? Just write it right there on the side of your door when you step out, huh? Just write one of my commandments. <laughs> Hold on to that today, huh? And it'll strengthen you and help you through whatever you go through. Hallelujah write them on there. Amen. I want to tell you something. Praise God. And there in Matthew's Gospel, and I want to show you, show you another thing too. You know, uh, the commandment there in, in verse 6 was not in the Ten Commandments, but it was the true commandment. The first commandment was to love thy Lord, or the first commandment was thou shalt have no other God before me. But I want to tell you something. This is a great commandment right here that we just read. And then there's the second one. Here to love thy neighbor as thyself. Did you know that's in there? Mm-hmm. It's in here and I'll show you where it's at. It's in X. Uh, well, let me find it here. I can find it real quick. Mark it down. It's in Leviticus. i right here. I believe it's chapter 19, 18th verse. Yep, there it is right here. Leviticus 19, 18th verse says this. Thou shalt not revenge nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people. That's your neighbors. Uh, revenge means... That to get back with them, get even with them. We'll look down here. Mike interpreted it. And it said here uh, note, uh, take a, a vengeance upon your neighbor. Then it said this it said, <clears throat> but thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. <laughs> so there it is. Amen. And then when Jesus, see, Jesus had put the Sadducees. He put them here, said here, in Matthew's Gospel. And when uh, the Pharisees had heard that the Sadducees were silenced, they were gathered together with him. You see, the, the Sadducees didn't believe in any resurrection from the dead. And I tell you, God, Jesus put them. <laughs> he put them in their place. Couldn't deny the Old Testament scriptures of Abraham and David. Huh? And he brought them out. And then they sent this lawyer out here. And the lawyer, he was not a lawyer for the law of uh, a dispute between people, but a lawyer of the Word of God in Old Testament Scripture. He was the interpreter of it. He knew what they meant from top to bottom. And he was trying to trick Jesus. He was trying to get him to say something, you know, maybe give a different commandment than this one. Maybe give something that, uh, maybe the Sabbath day was more important to keep it holy than loving the Lord thy God. But Jesus said here, and the lawyer, let me go back here, and the lawyer asked him his question, tempting me and saying, uh, Master, which is, which is the greater commandment of the law? And Jesus said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. And he said, This is the first and the greatest commandment. And the second is likened unto it, Thou shalt love the, thy neighbor as thyself. Now listen to this. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. You see this morning how, how valuable huh? and how, how important this is to keep, huh? to love the Lord thy God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Huh? And I want to tell you another thing, my friend. If you if you cannot love your neighbor, if you don't love God, huh? There's no way, huh? How can you love your, uh, God, how did that scripture go? I can't remember how it was said, huh? But, you know, you can't even love your neighbor that you've seen, huh? How are you going to love me, huh, who you have not seen? Praise God. Who is my neighbor, Huh? One of them gave that description. Another lawyer and another verse. I don't know where it was at. He gave that description. Jesus did. And he made the comment. He looked at Jesus and he said, Well, who's my neighbor? Who's my neighbor? Jesus told the Good Samaritan story. <laughs> he gave that story of the Good Samaritan. He said there was this man, huh? I won't read it. I said he was off. he was in the holy city Jerusalem and he was heading down to Jericho. Huh? He took a journey down to Jericho, huh? And it said there that he fell among thieves. In other words, the path that he was traveling, huh? The thieves seen him coming. He was by himself, and they jumped him and they beat him up. And best about killed him. The scripture said, leaving him half dead, stole his money. And here come the priest. <laughs> Boy, Jesus was stirring him up. He was making him mad. Huh? Right. He said, "Here come the priest, huh? That priest that's high in the house of God, in the temple." He come by and, and seen the man laying there and bleeding and dying. And he looked at him and he walked around the other side. Huh? Then come the Levite, the one in the temple that kept all the things in ceremony huh, and took kept, kept care of all the utensils and everything. Huh? In other words, a religious man, the second religious man, came by and he seen him lying there. Huh? And he sent him dying and bleeding, and he walked around on the other side. Uh, and he said, "Here comes the Samaritan." <laughs> the Jews hated Samaritans. Uh-huh. And here comes this Samaritan. Huh? No religion whatsoever. I'm just saying that. I believe he could have it, but I believe he didn't. But he could. And he comes down there. And he looks down and he sees this man bleeding. He sees him dying. He sees that he's been beat up, huh? And he's in pitiful shape. And he said he went down there, huh? And he, and he wiped his wounds, huh? He, he took a cloth and wiped and cleaned everything out. And he poured it in oil and wine to heal his wounds. And then he picked him up and put him on his beast, huh? And carried him to a hotel. To an end, huh? And he told the innkeeper, huh? He said, I gotta go. But here's two mites, huh? Use this to heal him. And if you use any more money or need any more money, whatever it is, I'll take care of it. Just get him well. Huh? And he asked that lawyer, huh? Who was it? He said, Who was the neighbor? Huh? To this man. And he said the one that had compassion on him. Right. And Jesus said, that's right. Go and do likewise. Huh? Go and do likewise. Yes. I want to tell you something. It's hard to love your neighbors. It's hard to love your people that you work with. Huh? Or people that that you you come in, and you're just you're just bump heads, huh? I tell you, i got a pretty simple life. Mine is, personally. I don't have a lot of that. I work by myself. I don't have to deal with a lot of things. But a lot of people work with people. And they're around things and go on. Especially when you work for the public. Then you run into a lot of things. But I'm going to tell you something. You and I are God's people. We are the light of the world. Huh? And regardless of what the situation you're in, huh? Love your neighbor. Care for not a not a humanly love, but a godly love. Huh? A, 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 a love that is from God. Huh? That show them, huh? That you understand what's going on. And the compassion that you have for them, what's taking place. Now somebody, some of them don't want to listen. Huh? Somebody, some of them could care less. I thought about uh, the story that Cherish was talking about this morning. Huh? I want to tell you something. That man huh, is set in his ways. Huh? You could probably never talk to him or say anything to change his mind. He's set. That's huh? who he is. Huh? But I want to tell you something you can do. Just pray for him. Pray for him. Huh? Because none of us is going to change him. Huh? His family's not, his wife's not, huh? Any of the actions that she does, huh? She still loves him, still cares for him, she's still there, huh? But nothing's going to change him. But the power of God right. and the power of prayer. Prayer changes things. You're right. Amen. It changes circumstances, huh? I want to tell you something. I wish I could preach better. I'm so sorry that you you got a preacher like me. But I want to tell you something, huh? I understand this, huh? Every person, my friend, knows there's a God down in the depths of their soul, huh? And they need Him. And if the Holy Spirit reveals that to them, they're going to do something. Yes, sir. They're going to have to respond one way or the other. Amen? Amen? Still know it's God. Hallelujah. Jesus said, the one that had compassion upon him. Amen. I should have stayed in the notes today. I might have done better. But anyway, I've been keeping you too long in the messages. But I thought really, basically, to sum this up, The church today, this message, this Old Testament reading that we read today is really for you and I. Huh? Listen, think about this for a minute. Huh? When, when God saved us and, and transformed our lives, we entered into a new land. Yes. <laughs> huh? We were still in the same world. I remember when I got back in, huh? I tell you, I, I, I was I just felt like a, a, a new man in the same world. Huh? Not, the world circumstances never changed. Everything was still the same. I was still the same height, same weight, huh? I lived in the same place, had the same family, huh? But it was a different world. huh? So you and I, and the Christian. Uh, has crossed over into another world. Uh, and the only way huh, that you and I are going to make huh, is by this book. Right. Uh, this is the roadmap to heaven. Huh? The statutes and the commandments and the laws of God and the preaching and the teaching of Jesus Christ and the apostles and the disciples. Huh? Praise God! These are the things we follow after. Huh? Because we're in a new land. Huh? We're in a new land. We're in the land of the Christians. (laughs) I don't know if that's the word to use or not. But we're in the land of God's people. In the family of God. Huh? I want to tell you something. Huh? If you love God, huh, it's not too hard to follow the book. Huh? Because when you love God, you surrendered yourself to Him. Huh? And that's where a lot of people come up short. They don't want to give up what they've got. Huh? So it's hard for them to live according to this Word. And according to this, the ways of the Bible. Uh, but I want to tell you something. Not only this is the, the road to heaven. This is the bread of life. Huh? It's the Word of God. And it's the only thing that's going to get us to heaven. It's the only thing. When we obey the commandments that's in God's word. And establish our lives accordingly. And walk on the straight and the narrow path. I tell you, God will give us the victory. All the way to heaven. Amen. Praise God. Love the Lord thy God with all your heart. With all your soul, with all your strength, and all your might. All of your being, love him with it and let him use it. And your neighbor, have compassion upon them. Huh? Whatever you can do huh, to be a help to them, huh? do it. Huh? I know you can't come across it many times. Neighbors, You see, it's, it's not the ones you live beside. Yes, that's your neighbor. But it's the ones that you work with. It's the ones that you meet out here in the street, huh? huh? Somebody that probably you know them and they know you, huh? Or they could be a stranger. And they'll start telling you things that they're going through. And you can say, hey, I know what you're going through. I experienced it and you open that conversation up and tell them about your life or whatever you want to do, whatever you feel led of God to do, let them know this. I'm praying for you. I'll hold your name up in prayer. I'll have our church to pray for you. huh? You know how many times we've done that here at this church? Uh, God hears those prayers, amen. Praise God. <laughs> you know, it's not within us to live right and do right we cannot do it huh? we are flesh and blood and human and we have carnality in us I don't let anybody ever tell you carnality will be there until the day we enter into heaven but the power of God in our lives huh? working in our lives will give us the strength and the victory to live A righteous life. That's right, huh? That's the only way. And you see, that's what God was telling the Israelites: you're going to have to obey my commandments and my statutes and my judgments. That's the only way you're going to be a winner. That's the only way you're going to come out winning in the end. But if you don't keep them, I'll destroy you. I'll have the other nations come in and take everything you've got. You'll be scattered all over the globe, and that's what happened. Yes, sir. That's exactly what happened. Huh? I gotta quit. I'm sorry. Preaching so long, I didn't want to preach that long. Feel kind of empty. Just hope and pray that we preached on the things that God has wanted us to preach on this morning. Amen. We serve a great God. Amen. He's a great God. He's done so much for us. I tell you, he he deserves all of our praise. He deserves our lives. He deserves us surrendering everything to Him. Remember, love God and put Him first in your life. Huh? And what does the scripture say? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all things shall be added unto you. Not just material things, yes. He'll take care of them. But the spiritual things uh, He'll add to our lives as we put Him first. Amen. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness.